Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Lindsay. Lindsay says, I had my third boy in December, a surprise pregnancy, and frankly, one my husband did not want. I'm finding it very difficult to get over the fact that I will never have a daughter. My mom and I were insanely close growing up, and I always thought I'd continue that strong bond with my own daughter. All my friends and my community around me have girls. We were literally the only ones of our network to have a boy, and now I have three. I can't help feeling sad that I am missing out on a part of life that I grew up looking forward to. I feel so ashamed about it. I haven't been able to speak the words to anyone, least of all my husband, who would think I want a fourth, and I don't, by the way. But many people keep asking if we're going to try again for a girl. We were never doing that in the first place, but that just makes me feel more upset. My boys are four, 21 months, and now five months old, and I wouldn't trade them in for the world. How can I get over this? Lindsay, I was so glad to get this question because... This is something I went through as well. I had strong feelings of my own about this, uh, and mine was kind of the opposite. I knew uh, from my third pregnancy that I was having a girl after having two boys, and uh, I found out by accident. The nurse told me we had been kind of clear we wanted it to be a surprise, and then she just blurted it out. So I knew, and my husband felt strongly he didn't want to find out. So I knew when I was carrying it around and I was really worried about having a girl. To me, a girl felt like I'm not ready. I know how to do boys. I don't know how to do a girl. What am I going to do? I was freaking out about having the girl and it didn't help me when everybody around me would see me with my two boys and say, oh, either say, oh, I hope you get a girl this time or wink at me and say, going for a girl. It made me angry. It annoyed me just like it annoys you. I was completely freaked out, basically, that I didn't know how to parent a girl, that a girl would be complicated. So I think my feelings were valid in that time, and your feelings are valid now. The point is that there are three different things, I think, happening here for you, Lindsay, and teasing out the three different things will help. The first is your disappointment. The second is your shame about that disappointment. And the third is the things people around you say to make it worse. So... Let's start with the shame because that's the easiest one for me to cross off. Gender disappointment is normal. It's extremely common. One study found that one in five uh, mothers have this feeling and it's and it cuts both ways. It's not as simple as uh, we live in a society where nobody wants daughters and nobody wants sons. It cuts both ways and men have it too. 
it's there. Having that gender disappointment feeling does not make you a bad parent and it does not make you alone. But it does make you somebody that would be judged. You're not wrong to fear you'd be judged. I wrote an article about this and got tons of hate mail and then tons of people saying me too and I thought I was the only one. Let go of the feeling bad that you feel this way on top of the feeling that way because it's not serving you. And owning that you do feel this way is the first step to moving past it, which is your goal. In order to do that, you have to let go of the what other people are saying and thinking. People say crazy stuff to pregnant women all the time and women with babies. They project all kinds of weird stuff on us. They think they're obligated to say something, to talk about it. And they just go to the most stereotypical, stupid stuff. They're well-meaning and they're uninformed and it's noise. It's annoying noise, but it's noise. When someone says something and, and you have that reaction, like, oh, going for a girl or hope you get a girl next time, notice that reaction. Notice that it makes you angry or hurts your feelings or, or takes you somewhere painful and then get curious about what other reaction might be possible. What if they said that and you set it free because they don't know anything about your story? Because they don't. You wouldn't listen to a stranger in the supermarket about most other things. So don't listen to them here either. Okay, so we got rid of the shame because this is normal. And we got rid of the worrying about what other people's think. Now we have to get on to the actual feelings of disappointment. Even if you accept that people feel this way, that they have to move through this, you don't want to feel that way. I get it. You worry that it means that you don't love your sons as much as you should, which is obviously not the case. You have three little boys and you're doing a fantastic job taking care of them. And you are going to be close with your boys and you are going to build a strong relationship with your sons that you're thinking about. How can I build a strong relationship with my kids? Means you're going to be able to do that. And your closeness with your boys, yes, it is. It's going to be different than the relationship you have with your mom. But you are going to get new things in your life from your relationship with your sons that you never knew you even wanted and which will end up being complete treasures. What you need to do is actively reframe. Decide that you're going to look at these feelings. You're not going to feel bad that you have them. You're just going to own that you have them and talk them over with a trusted friend. You said you didn't think you should talk about it with your husband. No, I don't think you should because he's in it with you. Talk to a very trusted friend or talk to a counselor either over the phone or over text or in person, if you can do that right now, and talk these things out. Because you'll realize that your child, this third child, as you said, was a surprise, not an accident. An accident is something that if you can go back and have it happen again, you wouldn't. And a surprise is something you didn't know how much you wanted until you have it. Your relationship with your sons is a surprise. It's a surprise you're going to get to have, and the rewards are a surprise too. These feelings will get better with time, and the first thing you have to do is stop feeling bad that you have them. Hope it works, Lindsay. Let us know how it's going. Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? 
That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us 